This Shabbos is called Shabbos Chazak, um, literally the Shabbos of our strength or our strengthening. And that is because whenever we finish one of the Chumashim of the Torah, so at the end of the Parsha, everyone calls out together, Chazak, Chazak, Benis Chazak, let us be strong, let us be strong and strengthen ourselves. Um, of course, there's a famous uh, trivia question that you can try out on someone as you ask someone, so how many Shabbos Chazaks are there? And typically a person would answer five, because there's five chumashim. So we finish each one of those chumashim, so there should be five. But really the answer is that there's four, because the final chumash is always completed on Simchas Torah, which uh, is never on Shabbos. So that's not a Shabbos chazak. Okay, that's just for a riddle. But uh, be that as it may, every time when we finish reading one of the chumashim, we say chazak, we, we strengthen ourselves with another part of Torah that we've learned and read, Torah gives us strength. Torah is called strength, as the Pasuk says. Hashem owes la'amo yitain. That Hashem gave us strength, and that's the Torah that gives us strength in so many different ways in life. And of course, one of the obvious ways is the lessons that we learn from the Torah as we read it again and again. So, the Torah finishes the Chumash Vayikra this week. Vayikra, a lot of it had to do with karbonis, with various, various different sacrifices that were brought in the Mishkan and later in the Besam Mikdash. Definitely the first few Torah portions of Ayikra are very connected with sacrifices. And later throughout the Chumash, you have many different types of sacrifices that are mentioned. Um, the very last verses of the Chumash talk about two additional and final karbonos, two additional final sacrifices. And they are the carbon Bechor and the carbon Meiser. What are those two karbonos? So Bechor is that every person who had animals, and which was much more common, I believe, then, um, and every person, uh, any type of, any type of uh, farm, or and any type of animals that a person had, kosher animals, so the firstborn animal had to be given to the Kohen. It was considered holy, Kodesh, holy from birth, the firstborn animal, and that was given as a gift to the Kohen. And then the Kohen would uh, offer it as a sacrifice in the Besamikdash, and eat and partake of the meat of the animal. The majority of that meat would go to the Kohen for them to eat. As you know, the Kohanim didn't have typical uh, jobs like the rest of the people. They were involved in service of the Besamikdash, service of Hashem and the Jewish people, and therefore the Jewish people have many mitzvahs to support them. And one of the forms of support, one of the gifts for the Kohen, was this Bechor, the firstborn animal that was given to the, the Kohen, and the Kohen ultimately him and his family consumed that meat. That's the that's number one, and the very final carbon that's discussed is meiser. Meiser means that every tenth animal that a person has, so a person had a hundred animals, so he counts them out and number ten, and then number twenty, and then number thirty. So every tenth animal, the person would bring to the Beis Hamikdash to the Mishkan, um, offer it as a sacrifice, and then the person himself would uh, be able to partake from all the meat of that animal, the owner. That was kept for himself, that wasn't given away to the Kohen. But that was the mitzvah. Every tenth animal, you bring it to the base of Mikdash, there you offer it as a sacrifice, and only then do you consume its meat. This animal did not have any uh, kedusha to it, any holiness. It was eaten by anyone, not just a Kohen. It remained the property of the owner, but it had to have, be a sacrifice. It had to be um, a sacrifice in the base of Mikdash. So these are the last two karbanas of the Chumash. The Bechor, the firstborn given to the Kohen, and the Meiser, which is the tenth animal, brought to the Beis Hamikdash and then consumed by the owners. We have a 
uh, concept in Torah, which is that the end of everything tells us about the nature or the, um, the deeper meaning um, and fulfillment of whatever was discussed. Hakol holech achar hachitum. Everything goes after the end. The end represents the finality, the conclusion, the climax of whatever was discussed. So if these are the last two karbonos that the Torah tells us about, then clearly they give us a very general and important message about karbonos, about sacrifices in general. Now we know the sacrifices, and something we've discussed in the past, on a literal sense, men taking the animal and bringing it to the, to the Besamekdash, uh, Mishkan and sacrificing it and, and all the different types of halachos and animals and that's a, on a very literal level but that we don't have now when we don't have a Beis HaMikdash um, but on a deeper level what was going on was an internal relationship or connection to Hashem the word karbon comes from the word kiru which means to come close and the bringing of the sacrifice was really indicative of a personal um, coming closer to Hashem and as Hasidah tells us, bringing the animal refers to our own animal. We have within ourselves our animal soul. We have all different types of, uh, all different parts of our personality, many of them very animalistic, and we bring them closer to Hashem. So what does the Bechor and the Meiser represent in our personal avoda and our personal service and connection to Hashem? So very one quick and very beautiful idea. The Bechor and the Meiser are very different, um, drastically different, in a couple of ways, I'll, perhaps I'll highlight two. Firstly, the Bechor is the first animal. That's what a Bechor is, the firstborn. Meiser is the tenth. Um, typically in Torah, ten is a complete number. Um, many things are made up of ten, whether it's the ten utterances that Hashem created the world, whether it's the Aserah Sadibros, the Ten Commandments, whether it's the ten components of a person's soul. So number ten represents the completion, the ending of something. So Bechor is the first, the first animal, the Bechor, the firstborn. And Maise represents the end, the end of the, of the group, the last animal, the tenth animal. So that's one very clear and stark difference. And the other difference is the Bechor is holy and is holy at birth and then given to the Kohen and can only be, eat, only be eaten by the Kohen who, uh, who represents a heightened level of holiness. And the Maise, it's the contrary. It remains um, by the ownership of whoever the owner is and is eaten that way and doesn't have that level of holiness as the Bechor at all. In fact, it's the person who sanctifies it, the person who says, this is going to become Meiser, um, and brings it to the Beis HaMikdash. It doesn't have that natural, born, uh, inborn holiness. So what do these two types of Karbanos represent to us in our Avodah? And the explanation is that in our coming close to Hashem, which we said the idea of a Karban, is Kiruv of coming close to Hashem, there are these two parts of there, there are these two parts of the story. There is our first or our highest soul powers, our Bechor soul powers. Um, and that is the most spiritual part of who we are, the part that is very divinely inspired and attached, and um, something that it's it's the holy part of who we are. And that is a very special gift of Hashem to each and every one of us, that we have that Bechor within ourselves. We have that natural holiness. And we have to use that in directing ourselves and propelling ourselves to become better, more spiritual and closer to Hashem. That's the Bechor. On the other hand, we have the end, the end of our game, so to speak. And that's the most basic and most regular and most mundane 
parts of our personality, the basic actions that we do, the deeds that we do. Um, and that is not divine by nature at all. And that becomes our mission, that that also becomes something that's holy, something that's brought to the holy temple, so to speak, something that's made part of our avodas Hashem, of our service to Hashem. And so we use the most divinely inspired parts of who we are, of our personalities, in order to inspire and to elevate the most mundane and practical and worldly parts of who we are. And that's those two karbanis. And the Chumash of Ayikra finishes with those two karbanis because a person really must be able to create the bridge between these two types of karbanis. We, we have that divine and beautiful gift and we have to use that to make the rest of ourselves and our personalities as holy as well. And when we do that, the actual last carbon is that miser carbon, because that's the ultimate goal, the ultimate purpose, to bring our holiness and our our godliness and our relationship to Hashem into every part of our personalities. With that, we finish the Chumash Vayikra, the Chumash is devoted to Karbanos, to Kiruv, to coming closer to Hashem, understanding that that's our goal, that's our mission, and that is the ability that we have, that really every part of us becomes an agent of Hashem and an agent of fulfilling the beautiful mission that Hashem gives us in this world to make ourselves in this world a better and a holier place. Have a wonderful Shabbos.